0: If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I'm going to say a little bit too much. This is Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. You know what is so funny is uh, when I do solo shows on the radio, I open them typically or at some point say, Channel 933, blah, blah, blah. And I almost just, I just hit record and I almost said, Channel 933, what's up, it's Erica, And then I realized I am not on the radio right now. I'm doing my podcast. So if you want to know where my brain's been, it's a lot like that. I am so excited for you guys to hear this podcast today. My longtime friend, though he never seems to remember how we met or how long ago we met, but my friend Jake is joining the podcast. He is like Erica in man form, and he's just so fun, and he has really, really great advice. And we typically give each other a lot of dating advice, though we never take our own advice for ourselves. So. I'm very happy for you guys to be meeting Jake officially. Obviously, if you have been a listener of mine since the Almost On Air days, um, you know Jake and you love Jake. But he is such a weirdo. He and I have come up with a couple really amazing theories, like dating theories. So I I do call those like the school of Erica, the dating school of Erica and Jake. And we get into a couple of them here and we discuss expiration date relationships. And um, I'm so curious your guys' takes on all of this. And I love you. And I'm so happy you're here. So let's just jump into it with Jake. Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. We just recorded a (laughs) intro and my mic was not actually on. So what I am going to say is that Jake never remembers how we met. And I'm super offended by it. But maybe after this, you'll always remember.
1: But the reason I don't remember is because we didn't actually become good friends until the pandemic. And we met in like 2017.
0: No, but I think that in 2017, we were friends enough that we would talk a like we would we knew each other. Yeah. But then during the pandemic, Carla Marie tried to set me up with you. Do you know this? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. During the pandemic, I got a text. There was some like Twitter debate going on between like you me and carla marie who is another one of our friends who you guys should go check out if you don't they have a pot she and anthony her boyfriend and business partner is that what you would call them co-host boyfriend partner boyfriend partner uh they have a podcast called the morning show podcast and they live stream on twitch so go watch their stuff if you're wondering who these people are but carla marie texted me after tweeting something at like you and I being like, why don't you guys just date? And then she texted me and was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Are you seeing someone? And I was like, yeah, I am actually. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe don't throw that out there. Um, And then that's how we all became really good friends again. And here we are. And here we are to announce not that we are dating. still not dating. <laughs> <laughs> and actually that was one of the questions today from when I posted you on Instagram one of the questions was, why aren't you guys dating each other? And I would love for you to answer that.
1: Why? Because you don't have an answer.
0: <laughs> oh, I have a good answer. I just want to know your answer.
1: <laughs> I think we're too similar. Yeah. And we would not, nar- not, <laughs> <laughs> we would not work together because we're basically the same person.
0: Completely. I think we would murder ways. each other. Yeah. Yeah, but also it's interesting because you're like my voice of reason at times, so we're not the same person.
1: But it's because we're really good at giving other people advice and we never listen to our own advice, so that's why we need each other. Because I need you to tell me what I need to hear and you need me to tell you what you need to hear.
0: Even though deep down we already know, we just can't give ourselves advice. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we still
1: don't listen to each other, but you know, it's just good to hear it out loud.
0: (laughs) <laughs> no, and there's so many reasons why I wanted to have you on here, but actually that exact reason, like what you just said is exactly why I finally said, fuck it, we're doing it because I was telling Jake, a th- kind of my current situation in dating, I'm not going to out you too much. You can out yourself. I will out myself a lot. Okay. And I had told you, you know, what was going on. It was kind of a, si- I'm in kind of a situation where it has an expiration date, most likely. And Jake gives me the advice that's probably not a great idea, right? A C- couple weeks later, you come at me with a similar situation and you're like, no, yeah, but I'm definitely going to see it through. And I'm like, hold on. You just told me this was a bad idea. <laughs> However, I obviously didn't listen to you because I am still in this situation that has an expiration date. So,
1: right. Yeah. Well, neither of our, neither situation has an actual expiration date is the thing.
0: True. True. So what what are you willing to share about your current dilemma? Not much. Just as much as you I don't you just want to did. share a lot. You don't have to. No. We can debate mine more. Okay, we'll just say this. I'm trying
1: to do I'm trying to do this new thing where I keep my mm. personal life personal and it's very difficult when my whole life used to be out in the open.
0: Yeah. And
1: now I have the option, which is wild.
0: Yeah. I think I, for a time, was like, I'm going to keep my personal life personal. And then I realized that half my career is based on not doing that. So, right. And by half my career, I mean most of it. So yeah. that's an interesting thing. But th- that also means I get to like tell everyone my shit and then make really good episodes because – you can give me advice and then we all know that you're not actually taking it yourself. Exactly. But I will say our situations are different. So anyone, if you're like reading into this, no, it's not like whatever I say is not the exact same for Jake. Right. Like why, why did you think I should stop seeing the person I'm seeing?
1: Because your person has very clearly set The idea that they are leaving your geographical area.
0: It's like an 85% chance. That's pretty high. It is pretty high.
1: Like very high. That's like a B. That's like a very passing grade.
0: Sure. So if someone... Okay, okay, okay. But (laughs) so you're saying that if someone is telling you, In X number of months, I will most likely be leaving your geographic location. You should just Mm -hmm. cut your loss. You should not even enjoy the months you have.
1: No, 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 no. (laughs) You're missing a large part of the story here.
0: What are we missing?
1: The fact that there was no doubt in the guy's mind that he did not want to be with you if he leaves the geographic location.
0: Yeah, but you're saying you shouldn't just enjoy. Like, I think where I I'm coming from, the school of like live life in the moment, like just do what makes you happy today, versus like do what's gonna make you happy in six months. Right. Sounds really. Toxic. I, my thing
1: is okay. It, it, it's so funny to say this out loud now, since I'm in a similar situation. <laughs>
0: I know. <laughs> so, this is so it's not as to easy
1: this. to be like Erica. So I know. Okay, so my point is, if there's such a high chance that this is not going to work, okay. because they're leaving, then by continuing it now, knowing that there's a such a strong chance you're stopping yourself from potentially meeting somebody that you really could have it work out with, or somebody that would want to be with you even if they do move your geographical location okay. that wasn't English
0: yeah but we all knew what you meant so it's okay So,
1: my whole point of it is that you're preventing yourself from potentially meeting somebody that you want to spend the rest of your life with
0: okay but then what about the entire world of you probably don't listen to Tanks or watch any of her stuff but she really believes that it's not about it's not about dating to marry and that what is meant for you won't miss you so like
1: what is meant for you won't miss you
0: yeah so like if if some man runs into me with his scooter why is he on a scooter on the street (laughs) and i'm meant to marry that guy that's why he ran into me and then we end up talking and and i end up stopping to see this other person
1: wait what (laughs) you end up stopping to see this other person i end
0: up no longer seeing the person I'm seeing currently because the man who hit me with his scooter is meant for me. So he couldn't have missed me because he's meant for me.
1: So you're just saying you need to get hit by a scooter.
0: I guess that is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that's the only (laughs) option here. Um, so if any men in San Diego are like riding scooters around, feel free to take a good just just aim ready. (laughs) Slam right into her. Uh but yeah, like don't you think that a part of it and also I would say I have kept myself very open. Like I have stayed open to the possibility of other people while seeing this person. But
1: the Saturday night that you're with this person, you might be out with your friends and have met somebody at a restaurant.
0: Yeah, but what's meant for me won't miss me. So if I was supposed to meet that guy at the restaurant, I'll probably meet him in another month while I'm, as I say, walking my dog, but I don't have a dog. (laughs) So that was weird. (laughs) There's a lot of variables missing to this story. I I just think, yeah, there is. But I, I just think, like, enjoy... What makes you happy now and worry a little less about what makes what what else could be? I think that's what's wrong with dating these days, isn't it? It's like we all think like we have we have all these people out there that we could be with. But like, why not just focus on the person in front of you?
1: Right. And that's the problem with dating apps. Like I was reading this book. Yeah, I forget which one it was. How to not die alone, I think,
0: oh yeah, you love that book. you love, to yeah, bring it up. it's great. <laughs> it's
1: a great book because what it was saying is like that's a huge problem with with dating apps is that you can find somebody that you really yeah. like, but then you're like, oh, what if I just keep swiping? Maybe I'll find somebody that I like even better. right. You no, know, like prevents you from really being able to stop and be like, "I like this person. I'm gonna stop swiping now and try and explore this right, but do you date to marry? That's the big question.
0: I used to. Okay. And then I got crushed last summer because I was so I was so like, yeah, I'm gonna marry this guy. I don't know what anyone is talking about. And turns out, um, I was not gonna marry that guy. <laughs> mm. So I think now I have been choosing to live more in the moment and date to date good people and not worry about if I'm gonna marry them.
1: I think that's really good for people like us that are really bad at patience and taking what do things you mean? slow. <laughs> taking things slow.
0: So choosing to not date to marry is good for people like us, like us. Okay. Well, yes. are you currently dating to Mary? Uh,
1: <laughs> I guess, I don't know, because I would say yes. But then if you go back to the argument of like, well, what happens when the one person leaves and then you're both like, okay, well, it's We're not going to continue this if somebody leaves. So then are you really dating to marry? Because if you're dating to marry, then you would stay with them.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think deep down we're all always dating to marry. Like if I truly could never see a future with someone, I probably wouldn't see them, period.
1: Right, that makes sense. Okay, well, then here's no. this is what leads me to my other question. Okay. <laughs> if you're with somebody in your geographical area mm-hmm. that, you know, let's say you're dating for, like, a long, long time. Okay. And you marry this person. Yeah. If you were only dating them for a short period of time and then you both live very far apart would the long distance work because you were going to end up being together anyway? Or does the fact that you were really close together play Mm. a huge part in the fact that it worked out really well?
0: You know, I feel, I, I feel very dear. I have two answers I want to answer with, but they're the opposite. Okay. Part of me is saying we have multiple soulmates in this world and like, there are, there's probably someone on the East coast that I could be with. There's probably someone in Europe that I could be with. There's, there's probably a bunch of people that I could be with. They're better to freaking Lord be with it. Be someone here <laughs> who I could be with, but that's for another time. Um, right. What just came out of my, <laughs> my mouth? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so. Part of me is like, no, it wouldn't necessarily work in that distance if you're not supposed to be with them. Because maybe there'd be your soulmate there. But I'm also like queen of has been in multiple long distance relationships. So I don't know.
1: And has it not worked out in all of them just because of the distance?
0: Um, I think the distance is always an excuse.
1: Right. Oh, oh. This, oh, whoa. This is, this is getting, <gasps>
0: oh, you, you, you just got me on. I have I'm told so Jake. <laughs> whenever I'm feeling really stubborn, I will tell people that my last relationship ended only because of the distance and we would have worked out. And I still, no, okay, but here's the problem. And maybe you can <laughs> decode this because this is what you do with my brain. I still believe if we had lived in the same city, i probably would have ended up with him (laughs) so i don't know if my answer stands but But, i also think it was like small fundamental issues that led to the distance not working but that would have been fine if we could have been in the same city
1: hmm. Hmm. my thing is it's hard to tell it's hard to go from not being together for a really long time and then being split up distance wise Yes. Like, I think if you were together with somebody for more than two years and then sure. you split up because of distance, it would be a much different story
0: than after months. two years.
1: Right. After that amount of time, you really, or at least a lot more, know the person.
0: And probably know if you want to end up with them. Right. And want to move for them eventually and want to, yeah, figure it out. But I think in early dating, it's really hard to ask anyone to move for you, which was part of my last relationship's downfall was he was like, I can't ask you to move here. Like you love your job and like you have your life. And he wasn't willing to move. Just putting it all out there today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it is hard in the beginning. And that goes back to the like, I think also part of this is that you and I have the belief that there's not one person out there and for you. Because if you had that mindset, then – Let's say you had that mindset and you're like, this person that you're dating right now, he's the one. Right. Then you would do whatever it takes to make it work. Whereas, like, you and I both have the understanding that, like, there are multiple people out there that could be the person for you. Mm -hmm. The person that you spend the rest of your life with. Neither of us believe in the one.
0: So, I... But
1: you just said you have multiple soulmates, which means there is not the one.
0: I agree with that. But maybe the one is the soulmate in the world that you line up with time wise and you meet and then you just figure the rest out.
1: I don't know. (laughs) Because my thing is like, okay, so then that means that the one speaks your language most likely.
0: Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. I right so that's, that's there's
1: so many people in this world that speak something other than English that could be the one if you spoke their language.
0: But how are we ever going to line up in our lives? Like I didn't know that I have another f- language in my future. I definitely right. don't. I'm not that smart. <laughs> I'm We're not going to be able to, to yeah. language. <laughs> If it was 10 years ago maybe, but like I'm 30. Right. It's not happening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unless you move to another place. I don't know. <sighs> the, 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 just the idea of Yes, of course, there's going to be the one that you end up with. Yeah. Right? But they're not necessarily the only person that it would have worked out with.
0: Yeah, but this is like one of those choose-your-own-adventure books. Because it's like we could hypothetically map out all the different ways that you or I had made different decisions in our lives that would have led us to different cities and different jobs and different people. And I'm sure in every fan of those stories there is a one but the one is going to be the one soulmate who happens to find you in the decisions you've made
1: right like what if i would have never like i used to live in new jersey yeah and work in new york city and then i moved to california two years ago
0: right oh god it's been two years already
1: yeah i'm resigning my third lease now
0: oh my gosh wow yeah okay but here's my other theory is that it is possible that whoever you do meet in California, assuming you do or have already, it is possible that, like, somehow you would have crossed paths with them anyway, even if you lived on the East Coast. And then that would have led you to them because what's for you won't miss you.
1: But that we would have been long distance if we would have made something going. You know? oh. Like, it, it's just this endless cycle. And I think I know that is a huge part of why we're even having this conversation is because you're always like, trying to figure it out and nothing will ever actually make
0: sense. That's true. Well, then here's my question to you. Do you believe in successful long distance relationships? Yes. Yeah. So don't be so like shut off to it.
1: No, I'm not. I'm saying it's just much harder when you don't actually know the person at first and then go to long distance. Like I would have full confidence in a long distance relationship if I was dating the person for years and then went to long distance because you would, like you said, you would be willing to move for the person or be willing to do this or whatever. You would do whatever it would take to make it work because you want, you see this as like a forever thing, potentially. Right,
0: right, right, right. Yeah. It's interesting. Both the long distance relationships I've been in started long distance. Like I never lived in the same city as them. So I think that for me, long distance is not as scary, even though those both ended pretty badly. Um, Long distance (laughs) is not... As scary for me as it is for other people, which is why it's hard in the situation I'm currently in. I'm I get frustrated that he's like, no chance. I'm not doing long distance. And I'm like, but it's not that bad. (laughs) Right. Even though it's always ended. It's not that bad.
1: (laughs) But that's why I'm saying if somebody tells me, no, there's no shot we can be together when there's X variable or whatever it is. Then it's like, okay, well, then you you just don't want to be together.
0: Yeah. Then Pretty-
1: it's like, is convenience more important to you than anything? But then again, like saying this out loud, it goes against what, what decisions <laughs> that I make.
0: I know. I know. So okay. if anyone
1: has the answer to this, let us know. <laughs> Nobody does. Okay. But here's a counterpoint to my point. Okay. I have a friend that he met somebody when he was studying abroad. Okay. So we're both 30. So that was when we were like 20. So that was like 10 years ago, you met somebody. He lived in, in DC and she lived in London. Okay. So they had a relationship that formed there, were together for a few months while he was there. And then they both parted ways and they stayed together for seven years. And now they're married.
0: How many of the seven years was long distance? Most of it. Like, six?
1: Like, all of it. No, the only time they were together was when he was studying abroad. Wait. And then their entire relationship was long distance.
0: Up until marriage.
1: Uh, yeah, because then they finally decided who was going to move where, and they moved in together and got married, and now they
0: live together. So, like, it can work.
1: Right. That's why I'm saying. Like, I don't see that situation working out, but there's proof that it can.
0: Right. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I also have two siblings, two of my three siblings who started relationships long distance and are married to them now. So I think that might be part of why I have such a rosy outlook on distance
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, and one of my step siblings, Mm -hmm. same story. So I'm like, I just don't know if I see it as this like end all be all and maybe um, I hope he doesn't listen to this but maybe deep down part of me is like I'll just convince him otherwise like he can move and it'll be <laughs> fine and like I don't think he listens so it's fine okay. I told him a long time ago he wasn't allowed to because I don't believe that people I'm dating should be allowed to know this much about me yes. if I don't know that much about them yes it's cheating it is it is it's cheating it really is uh, I also went on a not great first date last night And I told him the same thing. I was like, you're not allowed to listen to my podcast also because in it, I'm like, yeah, and I'm actually (laughs) seeing someone. um... (laughs) But I am casually dating and women are allowed to be players too, like Koyla Ray said.
1: You know, he's definitely listening to this right now because if I was on a first date and they said, hey, I have a podcast and you're not allowed to listen the first thing I do on the way home, listen to that podcast.
0: I don't know if he could find it.
1: Oh, did you tell him what it was called? No. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, luckily you're not easily findable on the internet. <sighs> I
0: know. Yeah, well, if you're listening to this, whatever it's, it is it's what it is. no big deal, my dude. Everything's fine. Um, right. Okay, Jake, can you also, I can't remember how exactly we got to this point, but Jake has developed a theory uh, of sorts, a rule <laughs> that if you are allergic to peanut butter, you should stop eating peanut butter. And I would like for you to explain what that means. <laughs>
1: okay. So, if you're allergic to peanut butter, oh, right? Okay. <laughs> yes. And peanut butter being <laughs> a certain behavior or type of person or something that you view as a red flag. Mm-hmm. If you are allergic to peanut butter, stop eating peanut butter peanut butter stop going back to people that do the same thing (laughs) that you hated from your last relationship or your last situationship or your last fuck buddy whatever it is stop going back to the people that show these signs early
0: okay because if
1: you're allergic to peanut butter and you eat peanut butter you're gonna die (laughs)
0: okay (laughs) so aggressive
1: um If you keep going back to the people that do the same things and show you the same behaviors early on or have the same things that you view as a red flag, you're going to get the same output most of the time or most likely will get the same output as the last time that you ate peanut butter. Start eating almond butter or freaking sun butter. No, that shit's disgusting. What if almond butter.
0: butter is super unattractive to me? What if there's nothing about almond butter that does it for me?
1: Did you just see me spill water all I over did, I did. Yeah,
0: I just just going to ignore it.
1: Almond butter might be ugly, but then there's other kinds of butter out there. There's endless amounts of butter. You can make butter anything into a X butter
0: Okay, so you said seed butter. What if seed butter doesn't Sun like butter. me? I guess maybe peanut butter doesn't either because peanut butter is giving me vibes. Peanut butter me bad kills vibes. you. Right. <laughs> i want to say that the way we got to this and this was all were we on the phone yeah i was out on a walk i was calling jake to fill him in on my my love life that's in shambles and i think we were talking about people who are really bad at texting and not communicators great communicators and somehow it turned into jake yelling at me on the phone about how peanut butter (laughs) is gonna kill me um But, okay, what is something in the past for you that has not worked out? Mm. Someone not really liking you. (laughs) Somebody somebody not liking me. (laughs) (laughs) What's something not worked out?
1: Okay, somebody that doesn't know how to handle me having a lot of female friends.
0: Okay, great. Have you, though, returned to someone new who couldn't handle you having a lot of female friends? yes because i can't take my own advice right because you love peanut butter because peanut butter is hot okay like (laughs) there's something about peanut butter that you just want to like make out with
1: (laughs) but you don't want to marry peanut butter
0: my problem is i always want to marry peanut butter
1: if you keep going back to peanut butter you're never going to discover almond butter this is true That's what somebody told me. No, for real though. Somebody told me this recently. That's a good way to put it, yeah. That if you keep going back to the things that you know are toxic for you or that you know you don't want to deal with or you know you can't deal with, it's going to make it harder for you to get used to dating somebody that's healthy for you. And I keep saying for you because... I've realized recently a lot of people are like, oh, that's a red flag. But what's a mm. red flag for you might not be a red flag for me.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: And I think that's important to distinguish. But that's the thing. Like, the more time that you spend dating these people that you know deep down is not right for you, the least – the less time you have to find the people that are good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So you can go keep going back to peanut butter because it's so freaking delicious and so tasty. So and it just looks so good and you just stick that knife in the jar and it just <laughs> swirls so great. You know? But eventually you're gonna have to shut the peanut butter jar.
0: And throw it out. And get rid of it. I'm really, really, really bad at getting rid of the jar. I Same. tend to wait until the jar is empty and it leaves me. So
1: that wow, that was I'm really loving this peanut butter now, Yeah. <laughs> Jar grows but, two legs and walks on out. Okay, something you and I are very bad at. What? A lot of things. But. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> <laughs> recognizing a red flag for us and making the conscious effort to let it go. Right, like you and I will get into something and recognize a something that we know is a red flag for us and keep it going because we're like,
0: oh well, but there's this. But it feels oh but good. this, but yeah, it tastes or, as good as peanut butter does. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was, it was really sorry. That was not meant to be no. <laughs> um yeah, and that's something I've worked on a lot, and <sighs> I used to, and I'm not, I have not stopped doing that. I would like to make that clear, (laughs) but but I have in some ways because I used to, if someone liked me, that was all I needed. Like I, all I needed was someone who was like making an effort and making me feel special and making me feel pretty. And like, sometimes I would be dating these people who would be like, I have nothing in common with you. I have I don't even like you very much because all I cared about was that they liked me because I never felt like I was worthy of being liked. It's been a deep, deep journey in therapy. Um, And I have stopped doing that. So like on that level, I feel like, oh my God, I've grown so much. I've changed so much. I stopped just like accepting the bare minimum from guys who kind of liked me. And instead I just accept situationships from guys who do like me, but really can't see it long term.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, but that's good. You can't totally fix your ways neither of us can not overnight we are right exactly yeah see like my i was always so bad at i would i would realize that this was not great and then i would just keep going and then my last situationship a few months ago that was the case like even before the first date i was like i should not go on this first date because i saw the signs of not being okay with having female friends
0: okay okay yeah and it And you still, it popped up. It was clear as day.
1: Yep. And it didn't work out. But it didn't work out because I made the effort to acknowledge these things and say to myself, this is not going to work out. So stop it while you can. Because it's easier to end something before you really get deep in it. Whereas like I'd been in relationships in the past where it's like a year and a half in, a year in, you're like, shit, mm. I've known for six months that this is not right.
0: Right. So and do now you, I'm a year in. Do you feel like in the past you were you could see it? You could be like, she's not okay with me having female friends and you would still just ignore it? Or mm. do you feel like you almost couldn't see it until you were out of it?
1: That definitely happened for a while. I couldn't see it until I was out of it. And then okay. over time, I've definitely gotten better at recognizing the signs.
0: Okay. Well, I think that's growth.
1: Yeah. So it's like even that's the you, thing, you know,
0: right? Okay, like, see, uh, I'm just making a claim for myself that even <laughs> recognizing it and not doing anything about it is great.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I said that to my therapist recently. I was like, even just the fact that I realize that this is happening, that's big.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what the point of this is, other than to tell you guys that you should not be hard on yourselves because Jake and I are super not great at any of this <laughs> so if you feel stupid in your dating situation you probably got two more with you right but the
1: whole point is don't eat peanut butter if you're allergic to peanut butter
0: no the whole point is that sometimes you're still going to eat the peanut butter but don't feel so bad about it at what
1: point do you stop feeling or at what point do you have to start feeling bad about it though
0: i don't know like at what point will i finally be like Date number one, this is problematic. I should bounce.
1: Well, I'm always a fan of two dates.
0: I also didn't know on date one, two, or three about... Whoa. What?
1: See, that's just proof of, like, how long it really takes to get to know somebody. I mean, it takes...
0: Three dates is, like, nothing.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) But I'm really bad at taking things slow.
0: Oh. Oh, so have you worked on that yes like do you well, feel like you're doing well, a bet yeah something i know about your current situation tells me you are not depends who you ask i would say the greatest growth from october when i got my heart broken to now is i actually find myself waiting not waiting to text back to play a game but like taking a breath Taking time, not trying to make plans immediately, like really trying to just live my life, and that dating is just a piece of it, right? And I'm not like, hurry up, let's go, (laughs) 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 hurry up, (laughs) hurry up, come along. Like I'm like, if it's gonna progress, it's gonna progress, right? I think that's
1: that's always what's hardest for me is that recognizing the fact that. If it's going to work out, it's going to work out. And you don't need to be in constant communication with this person or right. rush to make things official because they're going to find somebody else in the meantime. Like if this person is supposed to be with you, it's going to happen whether you wait an hour to text them back or text them back right away or or a know, day,
0: like
1: a day, whatever it is. Yeah, might be a little is too nothing. Long.
0: But yes. Yeah. No. No. Because what's for you won't miss you. So if they're if they're going to go start dating someone else just because you moved a little slower, they were probably going to leave you for that someone else anyway. Yeah. Sometimes if you really think about it, it's dark. Because it's like you're never safe. You never know. Well, you're not. I know. And that's something that actually my sisters taught me was I was really struggling a couple months ago with like, I feel like the only person in the world who no one loves
1: dark sorry
0: (laughs) i just love your reaction to your own statements that's kind of like what i was saying was like i feel like the only person that like i sit and i watch all these people fall in love and get married and have babies and then there's me and i'm like why what is so wrong and they were like yeah but Things not working out for you, it doesn't mean that there's other people who things don't work out for. Like, you can get married, you can have babies, and it can still not work out in the grand scheme of life. So.
1: That's what I tell you all the time of, like, I would much rather, I mean, I know it's different because you're a woman and you have different priorities than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I always say I'd rather wait to find the person that I'm going to end up with and it not. End blow up in your face. Yeah. Right? Like, you could find somebody this week to marry and have a child with if you really wanted to. Uh,
0: yeah. No. no? No, like, I probably could, but, like, I probably wouldn't even like them. Right.
1: But my point yeah. is, like, you could. I could. You could. Yeah. You could go marry some- – you could go meet somebody this week and yeah. marry them in six months.
0: And, and then have, have a, a baby. baby and-, and live out that prophecy of my life.
1: Right. But the thing – I think the thing that's good for both of us is that we want the person that's going to fulfill more than just those basic things. Right. You know, like, you and I are fun people. True like,
0: fucking that.
1: Most people are not as fun as we are. That's right. <laughs> and so it's, it sucks because it takes a long time to find somebody that really can match that level of, uh, like, What's Energy. the word I'm looking for? Like, not even that. Just like your, our um, vibes. appreciation for life.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a better way to put it. You know?
1: The vibes. The vibes, too. The vibes. But yeah. No, somebody that just loves life like we do. hmm You know, like, we're positive, fun people. And so many of the times we've- you've <laughs> I'm dark like- <laughs> and
0: stormy half the time. So but you are a positive, fun. Fun, positive no, fun person. I'm not
1: all the time. <laughs> and nobody is all the time but my point is like there's so many people that are just oh my gosh like what is happening and we can't be with those people
0: no true and i couldn't see myself with someone who like doesn't have a passion for their career or doesn't understand what i do or you know those things so that definitely takes a special human to be like yeah sure go talk about whatever you want on your podcast honey it's fine You're going to talk about our latest fight? Great. (laughs) Right.
1: Like we are special humans and we need to find the other special human.
0: This is true. My other favorite school of Jake and Erica analogy that we've talked about recently is that dating at our age especially can feel like running a marathon, but you don't know which mile you're on. And you just Mm. have to keep hoping that maybe you're already on 25 (laughs) and you have one more to go. And that's I forgot about that one. Yeah.
1: It is sad because it's true. It's like eventually like there is an end to the marathon.
0: There is. Right.
1: We're not in a movie where it can just like, what's that movie? Inception where it can just like keep going forever.
0: Yeah. For the record, the end to the marathon is not death here for my right. analogy okay great for that's where you were going i was like no no no, 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 no. it's marriage or it's babies no. or it's partnership
1: finding the person is the end of the marathon yes and you can be with somebody or be dating somebody or find somebody you're like maybe this is the person
0: maybe i'm like, on mile I'm, 25
1: right like i'm very close to that 26 point whatever a marathon is right 26.2 two. thanks i'm i'm a big runner yeah um you know but like or you're not dating somebody and you're like, shit, is this just like mile three that I'm stuck at or mile 17 and you just right. never know where you are and that can suck sometimes. It does. And it's just like it hurts. You're just like, I just want to be at 26.1. Right.
0: right. I just want to be there already. Yeah. It is. It's, it's really that concept has really fucked me up. And I was with one of my friends this weekend and we were talking about, I can't remember if we were talking about marriage or kids. She's in a long-term relationship. She knows she's going to marry her partner. She just also is like, we're not in a rush. We want to live together, things like that. And I can't remember if it was marriage or kids, but I said something like, obviously yours will happen before me. And she was like, I don't know if I believe that. She's like, you, like, you don't know. Like you could literally meet someone like you're saying tomorrow and they could be the one and I could be married in a year. So maybe I'm just supposed to enjoy the marathon.
1: (laughs) I don't want to be someone who enjoys the marathon. I know.
0: It's like, but also it's like, that's life. That's all right. you've got. So, like, you have to enjoy it.
1: Right. right. I mean, I think the main point is, like, to enjoy
0: every yeah, enjoy the marathon. Every mile. Like, Even if you're not if-
1: enjoying your life without the person, how are you going to enjoy it with the person? And I think, so a lot of people are like, if you don't love yourself, you can't love somebody else. I don't know if I really believe that. But I really believe that if you don't enjoy life with, like, if you don't enjoy your life currently without somebody in it, the person is not going to magically make your life better because then you're relying on that person for happiness
0: also you're not gonna attract the person if you're miserable i really believe that Mm. like you're not gonna miraculously go on a date and be charming and fun and happy and beautiful if you're miserable you're gonna show up miserable and the whoever you're on the date with is gonna be like that doesn't really work for me because who we're supposed to end up with are other happy fun charming exciting people so like (laughs) I can't show up and be like, yeah, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like they're going to be like, yeah, I guess I'm going to go. <laughs> or they're going to love it. And then you're going to end up with the wrong person. Ooh, don't put that. Now that's a no. Now it's like you could get on an accidental other marathon path.
1: Right. You're running the wrong marathon.
0: Oh my god, Jake. Oh no. We're no. That's another pod for another time. Um I do I know you have to go soon, so I want to get to like three questions that I did get for you. The first okay. is um how good of a kisser is John? Of- <laughs> and it was from John. <laughs> have you guys ever touched lips? Uh I don't think so weird i feel like there was always a chance
1: yeah but i just know he's a great kisser you can just tell
0: i don't know don't you think maybe he's like secretly awful because like he thinks he's so good
1: yeah there's yeah. a strong chance of that I can't wait for him to i don't know to this. i just i think he's just great at everything
0: <laughs> probably <laughs> uh the next <laughs> Not was as
1: great as us though obviously no but, you know. no no but, yeah.
0: um what gave you the confidence to make your move across the country uh wow i know kind of a deep one i didn't have confidence up. you didn't no i was scared shitless okay then what made you do it
1: i had a call with my friend one of my old coworkers, and i said i really don't know what to do and i need to make a decision asap and he said think about a few years from now which decision are you going to look back at and think what if more Wow. And this was right after I just spent a shitload of time alone in my apartment during quarantine. <laughs> and I didn't have an outdoor space to go hang out in. And I was fucking miserable. And I hated being alone. And I still hate being alone. And I was like, if I haven't seen any people in this long and I've been fine because we FaceTime all the time, what's the difference if I'm in a different location?
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. So if that pandemic was a little bit had never happened, you probably wouldn't oh, have gone.
1: No, I wouldn't have moved. There's no way. Wow. But I would. I do want to say it was a little bit easier of a decision for me because my job relocated me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it wasn't like I just had no job and no money to move. I did have help moving. So it did make it easier. But making that leap and doing it was the best thing I've ever decided to do.
0: It's completely changed your life. And like, it's changed have done it, the rest of your life.
1: Yeah. I still would have done it even if I didn't have assistance doing it
0: yeah okay well it yeah this is your sign to go ahead and do it because this is coming from two people who have moved i've moved multiple times and it has always worked out for the better
1: i'm gonna do it again eventually
0: yeah who knows there's a chance i will too maybe it'll be for a man Uh, (laughs) um just kidding (laughs) probably not (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, last question also from john would you rather fight a shark in the water or a lion on land
1: uh definitely uh shark in the water
0: right i feel like if you hit them hard enough they'll go away you can't just punch a lion into letting you go
1: no there's no shot you're winning with a lion and a shark you have a shot
0: what about would you rather fight a lion in the water or a shark on land
1: a shark on land (laughs) because i'm just gonna walk away (laughs) that's a good point
0: (laughs) oh my god sharks don't have feet erica (laughs) (laughs) i completely just like didn't think of that i was like i got a tricky one for you Uh, no okay well that is it because i am gonna let jake get on with his life what are you going to do you have something fun to go do
1: i'm going to a dinner
0: nice like a date a nice dinner no okay well it's just with my guy friends so it's not a date
1: no
0: okay well i hope you enjoy that thank you for oversharing i can't wait to have you back on when we try to figure out the different the wrong marathon paths that's a doozy for me when
1: when we start listening to our own advice
0: you know i can't wait for that episode
1: One day, one day.
0: Catches in twenty twenty (laughs) five, y'all.
1: That'd be great. in two years. I'm so down for that. Um, Jake,
0: where can people find you to not get updated on your life? Because he is learning the art of balance and privacy.
1: Uh, Do you want my
0: address? (laughs) No. He's learning privacy. Offers his address. My exact location on
1: social. At Jake the producer
0: pretty easy to do because i feel like i tag him in something like once a week so yeah it's everywhere it sure is jake thank you
1: thanks for having me this was fun i'm (laughs) so glad we got to share our peanut butter uh theory with the world
0: i think it's gonna change the world i can't wait yeah maybe people are gonna be like surprise you're supposed to be eating jam
1: oh no i know okay please don't please don't we we can't deal with that yet we
0: need a butter (laughs) yeah (laughs) and that's how i'm ending this toodaloo (laughs) bye